This is Grunt Squad, brought to you in the studio of Wiley Productions with Sam Mann and Nate Westlake, bringing you all the spreads, picks, and player props. And welcome in to the Grunt Squad. I'm your host, Sam Mann, and my co-host, Nate Westlake, across the table from me today. Let's recap week four, episode three. Let's look at last week's picks. We crushed it again this week. Minnesota minus four. Why don't you walk us through that one? Had another good week. Well, what's going on, everybody? Yeah, Minnesota minus four cashed it for us, even though we were, were a little worried early on. We were watching that together. I mean, what are you – Kirk Cousins drives all the way down the field, throws a pick six on his one-yard line, so potentially a 14-point swing, but – do we uh, have a broken TV from that play? I no, uh, no I almost broke. You wanted the TV. to break. Something. I told. Yeah, I, I said I'll I'll go down to Walmart and buy you a new TV if I have to. But it might get broke today. We had a lot of a lot of those type of games Sunday, Sammy. It was crazy. I didn't have a voice left. But yeah, Minnesota ended up getting a the win there. Carolina can't move the ball. They and I mean they they averaged three point one yards per play, one point six six yards on the ground. It was abysmal. So got the dub there. And had a four and two in one week, so happy, happy, happy. Great for your game bets and uh, twelve and eight on 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 props on player props. Uh, let's talk about the Bijan plus twenty five yards. Bijan is a beast out of the backfield. He's the only option they have. Desmond Ritter can't throw the ball downfield. His over under for catches was five. So you look at that like. Five to six was like even money. S- seven catches was only like plus one eighty, and the total was only twenty five yards. So that was felt like a no brainer. So we cashed that one rather easily. So happy there. Happy on what was the other props? Uh, Michael Gallup. Yeah, that plus two mm-hmm. catches. Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup's coming on. Michael Gallup off the ACL injury. I was worried for, I mean, a lot of Dallas fans out there were worried about Michael Gallup to start this year, you know, coming off that injury. He's fine. He looks like he has, he's he's gotten his legs underneath him. Dak's finding him. He looks like the spry chicken he, that they drafted there in the second round or third round. I can't remember out of Colorado State. So that was an easy one. Over two catches, the value will be gone there. That'll be up to four or five catches going forward. Right. So happy there. Talk about uh, Raheem Mostert, ones that we that you hit and one one that you didn't. Oh, Raheem Mostert. We had him over 51 yards rushing. I thought that would be an easy one with Buffalo playing the – they play kind of a dime-type dime, dime type defense on every down based off – I mean, because their linebackers are undersized. They're built for speed. So we thought that, that Miami would try to rush the ball, get the running game going. They did. It was just A-Chain that got it going, or A-Chain, or I can't say his name. But agent. Oh yeah, but I but Mostert we got it we got it over thirteen yards receiving. I couldn't believe that that line was only thirteen yards receiving. That cashed like I think it's third catch or second catch. Well, I think with Waddle like, coming back and then uh, the split was, time that he had with with Devon, you know, yep. that kind of makes sense. It was yeah. We had we had him over two catches too. I just didn't have it up on the thing. So that that also cashed, but well, apparently when you fumble the ball twice, you don't get to run. Yeah, the ball and as I didn't much. even notice that. I mean, you mentioned that earlier. I didn't even see it because you know, in the early window, there's nine games going. You can't watch every moment of every game 
with nine games on at once. I, I was watching him because he's in out. three of my fantasy lineups. I know. That's all you talk about every Sunday is Mostert, 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 Mostert. I like Mostert. <laughs> A lot. Well, let's talk about uh, some injury news, some stuff that happened uh, this past week. Coming up, going into week five, Kyler Murray is not expected to be activated off the pup. Josh Jobs has been doing a good job, though, and he's been managing this team. Uh, how do you feel about, you know, the, the Cardinals situation at this point? What else? Jonathan Gannon. I think Jonathan Gannon's the coach of the year so far. I know the media likes to give it to the flashy, you know, coach and the, the team that's winning the most and whatnot, but who's doing the best job right now so far are Jonathan Gannon and Sean McVay. Those are the two best coaches. I mean, with what they've had, he's doing a phenomenal job. It's uh, it's cool to see Dobbs finally get the chance and make the best of it. And it's not just through the air. It's on the ground, too. I mean, he's he's making the right reads. He's on the same page. Him and Jonathan Gannon have a great rapport. It's been fantastic. It's been fun to watch. Nobody expected this start out of the Arizona Cardinals. Nobody expected in week five to see a minus three spread for the, you know, they play the uh, – Bengals this week with a health with Joe Burrow playing and this is a minus three for Cincinnati this is crazy absolutely crazy but good start it is it's a complete free roll for them this year I mean it really is that's well said Sam free roll it is a free roll and they're what what are they doing with uh um what's his name the quarterback that's hurt their starter Kyler? Kyler Murray yeah like they're they're letting him sit for a couple more weeks, right? Yeah, they're yes. not. Yeah, they like I said, he hasn't been activated, so they're looking, I guess, to not, not bring him back so quick. You know, like I said, Josh Dobbs is getting it done. Yeah, and at this point, uh, if you talk to Cardinal fans, it's like, please lose so that we can get the number one pick. <laughs> but, of course, <laughs> but the problem with that is, is these high these college quarterbacks have options now, big time options now. They can stay in college and make $10 million, $12 million next year. And if they don't want to go to a team that they don't think is fit for them or a good organization, because the Cardinals have been one of the worst organizations across the board since, you know, their lone Super Bowl appearance, you know, 10 years ago. So we'll see on that one. We'll see how that goes. But so far, so good. Right. Hired the right coach. And, and like I say all the time, it's it's a coaching league. It's all about coaches. True that. Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup, both going to be practicing this week. They're actually expecting Cooper Cup uh, to actually play week five, which is huge. How that's going to impact Puka Nakua. love saying that name. Puka Nakua. <laughs> Everybody does. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see. Obviously, Cooper Cup's the number one option there when he's back, when he's fully healthy. Uh, can't wait to see him come back because that's only going to enhance what the Rams are already doing. Yeah, if they can stay healthy, if they can get some, you know, guys back on the O-line, even though Sean McVay's done a phenomenal job moving guys around in that O-line. He moved the right tackle. I mean, the, their left tackle against the Cincinnati last week got hurt, and Cincinnati just teed off on Stafford. So this week, he made some big adjustments. He moved their right tackle over to left tackle, which made all the difference in the world last week against that in the Indianapolis uh, rush, which is which is their best unit, their pass rush on defense. 
And they've been fantastic. I can't wait to see Cup get back in there with with Puka and how McVay can scheme up that passing game. And Puka, what? Well, I mean, he he doesn't look like a rookie. He is. He understands where that Mike linebacker's at. He understands where to sit in those zones. He understands like a five year vet how to play wide receiver in the National Football League. It's not just about running a route and catching a pass. There's so many little nuances to it. And you got to be – and Sean McVay knew that early on, and him and uh, Stafford have a – They're in sync. They're in sync. And they are. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been awesome. He's got the most – I believe he's leading the league, not, not just rookies, but he's leading the league in catches and yards. I believe so. Don't quote me on that, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's close. Yeah, he's looked great. And awesome. Uh, Justin Herbert, fractured finger on his non-throwing hand. He's, he's going to be fine. I think so. At least I hope. Oh, it's his non-throwing hand. I mean, I don't know why they kept him in there on that quarterback sneak going for it on their own 39 against the Raiders. That had me just almost breaking a TV. You were there. <laughs> that was insane. Chargers should have covered that by a mile. And phew, Chargers coaching. Oh, my goodness. Just frustrating. But I, I think he'll be fine. It's his non-throwing finger. But I think that's why they didn't get that first down on that quarterback sneak. Well, with Eckler coming back too, hopefully, hopefully this week, uh, that's that's going to help take some of the pressure off. Uh, being able to get the ball off to him uh, yeah, should help alleviate he not, that. Yeah, doesn't have to doesn't have to run as much. Well, I mean, like I said, Mike Williams is gone, so Eckler's going to be. You know, even though Josh Palmer played pretty well last week, I think he had five for seventy-seven or something like that. Quentin Williams didn't play a lot, but uh, which the usage we said even last uh, week that you know Quentin Johnston. Quentin Johnson. My bad, I said Quentin Williams, but yeah, Quentin Johnson. Close enough. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. Tomato, <laughs> tomato. Mike Evans, though hamstring injury, uh, potentially could be out a few weeks. At least they have the bye coming up, um, so hopefully he can come back healthy. That's a bummer. That's a it bummer. is because it's like every year, and the hamstring is, oh. Because you just never know with a hamstring, it can it can linger the entire season. Get re-aggravated easily too. Easily, especially with a guy that can, that has to open it up like he does, and it feels like every year it's something with him. But every year he seems to get a thousand yards, and that's a ma- if that if that injury lingers and that injury, you know, gets worse, that's a big time target for a guy like like Baker make Baker Makefield. I mean, it's it wasn't as big of a deal for you know Tom Brady and someone like that, but for Baker, the catch radius that Mike Evans has, that's a massive, massive deal for them going forward. So let's hope he stays healthy because they look like the best team in the NFC South right now, which we didn't think we were going to say that before the year started. We're at the quarter part of the season, four games in. I mean, it's wide open. That division's wide open. It's wide open, but right now it looks like they're the best team. Don't you you agree? I do, unfortunately. It's a bittersweet thing. You're a Saints fan. (laughs) Don't, Don't get me started on the Saints and Derek Carr. We'll talk about that later. Yep. But T. Higgins, rib fracture, out for several weeks. This is, I mean, this just adds on to the woes of Cincinnati. Uh, they've got a couple of games this week to get right that are absolute must-wins for them to even be in the realm of thinking about making the playoffs. They ha- this is a must. We'll talk about this later, too. We might be at, We might have the Bengals on our card this week at – on the money line, I won't. I won't even lay the three. I would take it on the money line. But this is the meters that this is it. This is it. They have. They have. They have Arizona this week. They have Seattle next week. And then they have the bye week. So if they can win one of these games, 
Joe can get 100% healthy. I mean, even 80% healthy, 90%. I mean, I mean, somewhere around there. He's been at 80% every se- every season. He's had an injury. Some, and the O line's worse. And they've tried to get better up front. They're just getting worse. The defense is worse. Everything is worse. It's not the same. It's nothing's working. They're dead last in every single statistical category in passing, with the a top three quarterback on the planet. So. It's something's not right. They got to get it going. Jamar Chase was livid in the locker room. I don't think I've ever seen a quote like that. <laughs> he said, "I'm effing open." I wish I could swear, but I am effing open all the time. Did you see that? Yeah. I, was, I mean, it's he's pissed, and I don't blame him because he said before the year started, "Sit Joe Burrow for the." F-. He knew the bye week was in after week six. Sit Joe Burrow. We'll get through this. Get him healthy for the final. You know. 13 games and, and I mean not 13 games, but you know, down the stretch and would make a run for it. Just got to get in the playoffs and you never know what can happen. They've been awesome in the playoffs ever since Burrow's been there, him and Chase. So he was right. They might have shot themselves in the foot by just gutting this out. We'll see. Only know. time will tell. I don't know. Kenny Pickett left with a knee injury, MCL. It's going to be out. How do we feel about Trubitsky at this point? It's MVP Mitch. MVP, MVP Mitch is back, baby. I feel like every year he gets a shot somewhere, except in Buffalo. He did, one year he played in Buffalo. He did, Josh Allen doesn't get hurt. I shouldn't say that. Knock on wood. Josh Allen. going to have to compare. Yeah, right. Can't do that. Fingers crossed, uh, toes crossed. But Kenny Pickett has been – I was dead wrong on that one. Same with uh, the Giants. I I thought Pitts, I thought Pittsburgh and the New York Giants would take two would, would take big leaps this year. They've done the opposite. I don't know if it's Matt Canada. I don't know if it's Kenny Pickett. I think it's a little bit of everything. And, I mean, Mike Tomlin doesn't have this defense flying around either. I mean, if you take Watt out of the game, they're they're not they, – and they did last week. Houston took Watt out of that game. He didn't do anything really. And Houston moved the ball at will. I mean – Houston looks good. Stroud's the real deal. It, no question about it. No question about that one. Star in the making. Star really believe it. Potential – yeah, just – all of the above. Check box. Check them all. Well, let's let's talk about uh, some guys that caught our attention this week. Josh Allen against Miami. The real boys are in town of this division. Oh. And it, guess what? It's not the Dolphins. Yeah. They had to uh, – it was cool to see the Bills play with a little chip on their shoulder. They had all the media, everybody talking. Miami's – the best team in this division, they're the best team in the AFC, and the Bills are like, whoa, 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 whoa. We've we've won this division ever since Brady left. And the Bills got it right. Josh Allen played he played point guard, not two guard. He played point guard. He 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 dealt. That was his best game. That might have been his best game of his career from top to bottom. It's it's arguable. It's it might have been his it was certainly his best game ever since, you know, that terrible loss they've had they had in Kansas City in the playoffs. But that was cool to see. Everything was working, not just on offense. That defense was flying around. Yeah, the defense was flying. Dude. Flying. They were confusing to it. And what they did the best is they got – no one's gotten pressure up the middle versus Tua because if Tua can't step, you know, plant that back foot, Tua can't get anything on the ball. And Tua is going to make mistakes, and that's what, that's what they did. They forced him into a few mistakes, and they didn't let Waddle or Hill get deep on him. They played that kind of that cover four shell little defense that uh, everyone's sort of trying to, you know, the good defense are copying uh, New England on. 
so that was that was a good one. That was a good one for Buffalo. That was fun to watch. That was cool. Yeah, he and Diggs were in sync. Uh, Diggs went off to six for seven, one twenty-three touchdowns. That's awesome. out of the four that Josh threw. And he went twenty-one for thirty-five, three twenty, and a rushing touchdown as well. Yeah. Uh, another guy that we need to talk about uh, is Anthony Richardson. The efficiency wasn't there, but second half giving them a chance to win, I think, was something. If you're a Colts fan, was was great to see and great to watch. If you're a Colts, if you're a Colts fan, you are just it's sky's the limit. It's a Cam Newton on. I don't wouldn't say steroid. It's it's Cam Newton with the higher ceiling. I think it's it's he's he's twitchy. I didn't think he was this intelligent. I didn't think he was this accurate either. I mean, he makes some silly throws here and there, but he was a couple of throws that he made that were just dropped or just barely off target. But he, oh man, oh man, is this kid legit? They were down twenty three nothing. And they didn't worry. He didn't. He didn't sulk in the corner. And the resiliency was there, which was, was nice. They fought back, and folks, I had the Rams. I had the Rams at Pickham with one of my best plays. We had a twenty-three nothing lead, and then the Rams missed a couple field goals, and the offensive line wasn't protecting quite as well. And Stafford started to get knocked down here and there, and there come the Colts and Anthony Richardson made some huge plays on the stretch. That was awesome to see. And if they get tight, if Taylor. I don't know what the deal is with this. I I haven't dug deep into that, but I don't think they're trading him. I think he's going to stick. I mean, no, he plans on staying. Can you imagine the RPO, the run option pat with with Taylor in this offense now? Oh, it's in in downs down that they found something with downs. If you're if you're a fantasy guy or props better downs on the inside, that's a, that's a that that prop will be around two or three every week right now. That's one to look to look forward to uh, betting. Another guy that bounced back, Justin Fields, yeah, lit the sky on fire. Twenty-eight for thirty-five, three thirty-five, and four touchdowns. He didn't get it done in the end, and that's but, what matters most. But, but, yeah, from the previous week, we wanted to write this guy off. Everybody did, of course. That's we. That's how. That's what we do. It's week to week, and he was great. He was great for three quarters. I I had Denver minus three. Wow, was that lucky? We pushed. Wow, they had they were up twenty eight to seven with four minutes to go in the third quarter, and unfortunately they they just threw up all over themselves in the final. You know, in the in the in this the fourth quarter is basically a separate game. It's 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 a game within a game, and the fumble in the in the in the INT late was. The backbreaker. Do you think Chicago figured it out, or is Denver that bad? No, it's I, a little bit of both. No, it's a little. Dem, Denver's defense is statistically, some people are saying it's one of the worst defenses I'm in since 1989. I think I saw a stat about that. So Denver's defense is that bad. Chicago's defense is that bad. So if you took the over in that game, that was an easy day for you. It's a good bet. Wish I did over under sometimes. Looked like an easy one, but. That was interesting. I think it was like I, like what you just asked me. That was a little bit of both. Both defense were were true. And and Russell Wilson, he he played well. Yeah, really in the fourth quarter, he played really well when it mattered. So in the end, that's what got it done. I think it had more to do with Denver, but that's that's just me. We'll see. I think you're yeah. You could be right. Uh, Baker Mayfield, twenty five for thirty two, two forty, and three tutties. Baker Mayfield just exceeding expectations week in and week out. 
I know we already spoke a little bit about how we we feel that Tampa's the best team in this division. You think they're going to win this thing out, or or how do you feel this is going to going to play out? I don't. It, it, he looks like he looked the year he took Cleveland to the playoffs for the first time in how many years so far. Uh, this isn't an offensive oriented team. It's not an offensive minded head coach with, uh, you know, in there in Tampa, but. So far, so good with Baker. He's he's not making the dumb, you know that just what are you what are you doing, Baker type of play. He's he's they got the running game going a little bit. He's checking it down more to White. I like White out of the backfield. I really like that option. And Godwin has been fantastic. And Kate Otten has been a nice security blanket for him. You know, for at the at tight end. So I don't know. I th- everybody's saying this is Baker two point I mean, but I am. If you, I'm a betting man, I'm not. I would bet against. No way. If I had, <laughs> if I had, <laughs> if I had to bet on it, I would say no. But I'm also, you know, you got to be a little. Well, you you got to. There's some. Hope there's some there. optimism, and yeah. I think. Yeah. It's a fun story to watch. Yeah. Especially for you know the, the Tampa fans out there. It's there's some hope. We got a shot. Yeah. We got no, a but, chance. Yeah. We kind of thought this was gonna be. Uh, we, a lot of people thought we'd see Kyle Trask by now. I mean, in training camp, it was it was it was fifty fifty Trask or or Baker, and Baker ended up getting the nod, and Baker's made the best of it. And it seems like in like when he when he I, I like the way he, I like the way he looks in the press conferences. That tells me that he's matured a lot. Like just the way he's answering questions, the way he's he, dealing with the media. He's taking this for real, like yeah. it's his last kind of chance to make well, something I for himself. I think it is. This is his fourth team in four years. So I mean, you've been he's been humbled. That's what this is what you got to do. You got to just go out there and play football the best you can, and uh, utilize what you have around you and make the best of it. So far, so good. They need this bye week too to get Evans back. Oh so yeah, that'll that's be, right. That'll be yeah, nice to yeah. see. That will be big. Yeah, will be big. Well, let's talk about some running backs that uh, that that caught our caught our attention. Bijan, I, I believe the 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 torch has been passed. It's no longer Algiers' backfield or split backfield it was never his to begin with, but uh, now the torch has been passed. It's Bijan Robinson, Absolutely. and thank goodness because that's about the only good thing that's happening no, in Atlanta. It's it's it. It's Bijan and Bijan only. It's it's Dinkin and Duncan. Arthur Smith has to – what is he doing with Desmond Ritter? We know if you have eyes and you watch those games, you have eyes. Desmond Ritter's not an NFL quarterback. He might be an NFL – he's a backup quarterback, but he's not a starting quarterback in this league. And you got a guy like – like this. their backup – why am I having – oh, I mean Heineke. Heineke, yeah. Heineke. You have a guy like Heineke who's played in a playoff game against Tom Brady. And played well in that playoff game. I don't understand why they haven't. I thought they were going to go to him after that second pick. After that second. I mean, those were two abysmal picks he threw in against the Jags last week. That cost his team the game. Flat out. The defense played well enough to win. To, to, not to say win that game, but to stay in that game. and To, to stay, compete. To Absolutely. compete. The Absolutely. only reason they've been in any game this year is because that defense is overachieving. The defense is playing very well, and it's not like they don't have skill people. They have Michael. I mean, Pitts was drafted fourth overall. London was drafted eighth overall. Now you got Robinson. Now you got you got another weapon in Algier. You have you have weapons. Jonu Smith. Jonu Smith is no (laughs) 
that's that's their second tight end, but that's I've always liked Johnu Smith. I made a lot of money on props with Johnu Smith in the last four or five years. Well, back in nineteen ninety seven, or no, back when he was with Tennessee last year, didn't go so good. <laughs> you know, the the Patriots paid a lot of money for him, and that kind of didn't go well. They, you know, when they they they, they grab Hunter Smith, I mean Johnu Smith and and Hunter Henry, they thought they would do the twelve personnel and go. That didn't work out. So, but that. John Smith caught six catches for what, 78 yards, 77, you know, this is, I don't know what's going on. I think they might trade Kyle Pitts. I've been hearing that Dallas in in Atlanta are, are talking on Kyle Pitts. On, on I hope that happens. Pitts. Please, please, please. I just don't know. If for all NFL fans out there, <laughs> trade this guy so we can see him play. Please. I know, but. Oh, my goodness. Dallas please. Got, Dallas got rid of their. That was can I say please of, again? You please say, go ahead. You can say it all you want because it's fun to watch. We don't. We haven't seen what kind of the ceiling on Kyle Pitts. He was a freak of nature. I mean, we're in the South. We're in Florida here. So, Florida fans, my goodness, was he him and Kadarius Tony and Kyle Trask and that all. They were fun. It was one of the best talents coming out of the draft in a long time. Now, some of it could be Pitts. It's not. This doesn't mean it's all on the quarterback. I he, think it is. I don't because he's not a blocking tight end. You can't use him in certain packages. Just can't. get him the ball. He's huge. Just yeah. get him the ball. Yeah, and he'll do the rest. It's easier said than done. There's more. There's more to playing the position than just you know running around and catching the ball. So, I don't know. We'll see. And and Dallas likes Jake Ferguson. Jake Ferguson has been solid. Jake, he, he, I think he led the team in targets last week and catches. He's been solid. There's a reason they let uh, what's his name go to Houston. Dalton Schultz. Yeah, Dalton Schultz go to Houston. I didn't like that when that happened, but they they knew what they had in Jake Ferguson, and it's working. Another guy that uh, that blew it up like he does. I feel like every week, week in week out, the most consistent person on the gridiron, CMC Christian McCaffrey, twenty for one hundred six, three touchdowns, seven for eight. 71 yards and a touchdown through the air. This guy's unbelievable. I mean, we don't need to. He was, he was, he came out of the womb ready to be an NFL running back. Just, it's insane how good he is. How, how much wasted motion. That's what I like. I remember my coaches back in, back in the day. Nate, stop running east and west. Run north and south. One cut, go forward. You know what I mean? And just, you can line him up outside in the slot. You can line him up in the back. You can line him. You could, he could probably play quarterback if you need him. He's so to. talented. I, I literally believe he is the third string quarterback. I'm not joking. Like, he's just that talented. And he grew up in an you know, NFL family. I mean, it's just he knows the game like like no other. And he's as talented as they come, as likable as they come. And good for you, fantasy owners. Unfortunately, I haven't bet. Any props with CMC this year? Well, like it's so I don't like over. I don't. I don't know if you guys have noticed up on the board. You don't see many over seven catches, over eighty yards. I don't. I don't. I look for the value and you know the Nate's pointing up range. at the screen. But if you're yeah. watching this, there's a, a screen behind us with all the picks that we pick each week. Yeah, each week, which uh, you can get on Patreon if you search for Grunt Squad. Uh, but yeah, back to what you were saying. It's good, good plug. Yeah, so it's finding the value in CMC, you know, because the ceiling is so high and because yeah. he's been so consistent. By the way, 13 games in a row with a touchdown. Yeah, and there's so many other options on that team, too. That's what worries me in this, in an offense like that because they're, they don't 
CMC's fine with getting eight, you know, run, eight running the ball eight times and getting forty-two yards with three catches and for sixteen yards if it helps the team. You know what I mean? If if Debo has a huge game, Kittle has a huge game, Ayuk has a, he's fine with that. That's the way that that's that's why I don't target many guys in an offense like that. So I don't think there is an offense like the San Francisco offense. No, it's the, no San Francisco's the best team in football without a doubt right now. Them and Buffalo, and then KC. Well, I think KC and Buffalo are tied, but San Francisco at the top, best team in football, in my opinion. Wouldn't you agree? Most uh, people would agree. Most uh, people have them at the top of their power ratings. So I certainly do. It's up for debate. But. And then Philadelphia, and then Miami. But that's a, that's another discussion. I could I could talk for two hours on that. But go ahead. <laughs> well, speaking of Miami, let's talk about Devon Achen, eight for one one and two touchdowns. Why do you keep saying Achen? Because that's how he pronounces his name, no, sir. I don't like it. A-chain. I don't call you Nathaniel. I prefer, It sounds smarter. I like that. That's not true. I don't know. You don't think so? I don't think that's... Actually, it's hard to make me sound smart, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Devon Achen, yes, getting out there and getting it done. Mostert fumbled twice, so oh. he was on the field more, which to me, that hurt my soul. It hurt me. I had one of my best bets. Mostert over 51 yards rushing. I thought that'd be an easy one versus Dow versus Buffalo, but oh well. A chain's been up just a nice little jolt to that offense. He's been the <laughs> the the best the best pickup fantasy wise because he he wasn't on most teams lineups. Nate in Be- fantasy before last week. This week he I bet he was. How many more? What was what what did the percentage go? So on? so last week it was 0.6 percent. Yeah, that he was at, like if he was on he was on your bench if you had him right because you weren't and you just know deep leagues even at, for any even that you because you, you had other options right you okay. were gonna play but I want I want to know how much it went up from last between the oh, Denver he was, game he was the and, most picked up option in okay, fan like okay, that's what I want though and even, will be that and Puka Nakua were the two biggest well yeah pickups Kyron Williams is in that discussion too um, the running guys if you're doing this the running back in Denver how Jamil McLaughlin, McLaughlin, the yeah, one of those rookie. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not. No, I'm just attempt. saying that that guy. He's a seven, I think he's a seventh round pick out of Youngstown State, or undrafted out of Youngstown State. But Williams went down early. That was one of my bets. He got hurt, and McLaughlin, that kid, he he looked good. He looked he looked really real good. good. He had he's got a nice little burst, nice little first step, quick as a. Ooh, I liked it. Yeah, that's why you wonder why running backs are crying to get paid so much outside of CMC and Derrick Henry and things like that. This is why. Because you can find guys anywhere that you never know that can come in and just pop. You're like, whoa, where'd this guy come from? No doubt. No, H A we knew we saw him. He played for a you know a powerhouse in Texas A and M. So but yeah. I, I look at I look at the long term though, just the way that his yeah. his body type and everything, like I think as the season progresses, I think the wear and tear could could end up being a thing. But I think that's something that we're just going to have to look at and Talk monitor. About, you talking about A chain? Mm-hmm. I he actually looks bigger than I thought. Than I'm uh, Texas A and M. I think I don't know if he put on weight. He might have put on some weight. I th- it, he had to put on at least eight pounds, ten pounds. I mean, he's a rock, but he's I'm saying like yeah, he's small. Yeah, he's a yeah. smaller back. But he for looks sure. thicker. Maybe it's the number. Because last year he wore number six or or five in college, maybe it's the number. But he looks a little bit thicker than he did in college. Surprised me. Yeah. Well, another one. Let's touch on uh, Josh Jacobs. 
17 for 58 and a touchdown, 8 for 11. Finally was getting some usage back in. Especially in the air. He had seven, yes. seven catches, too. That's kind of the only thing that really saved his stat line mm-hmm. uh, in, in that regard. Uh, Pacheco, there weren't a ton of things that you could say that were great about Kansas City's offense because there was inconsistency with Mahomes. But this was the most usage that he's gotten uh, with, with 20 touches since week 12 of last year. I think they need to use him more. I know that you touched on that earlier. Uh, they need to utilize this guy. I mean, they need to because l- he's good. They they Andy Reid for some reason like they gained I did, they gained two hundred yards in the first quarter of that game, and then after that they were outplayed by the by the Jets overall. I believe Mahomes making some silly flick passes to seam routes with no name wide receivers. I don't know what the heck he was thinking, but. For some reason, Andy Reid gets away from the run when it's working. You see, it's, 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 this isn't the first time we've seen that happen. So, oh, my goodness, it was driving me insane. But, yeah, Pachenko's a stud. The offensive line actually hasn't been as good as it was last year. So that that, that worries me a little bit. But they have something with this kid. I just wish they would have just I, – I wish he should have got 30 – carries last week that's what i was saying to you you were we were talking about this earlier and you said well he had 20 carries that was his most i'm like i don't care they had it going early and they should have kept it going and that would have set up some you know some little bit of a play action you know some plays more plays downfield because it felt like that jets d knew when they were passing each time and they were they were waiting for it and sure enough he should have had three picks he had two picks should have had three yeah but man oh man I don't want that slide at the end of that game. Oh, my God. Yeah, that upset a lot of people. I still can't breathe. (laughs) (laughs) It's a new week this week, buddy. It's a new week. So that's 5-1-1 instead of 4-2-1 for us, but that's okay. At least we had Casey in the first half. We'll take it. Absolutely. Let's talk about some wideouts uh, that crushed it. Uh, A.J. Brown, Nico Collins, Stephon Dix, Puka Nakua, J.J., all the – all the guys that you expect at this point getting it done, getting it done this week. Yeah. Uh, one that surprised us that was really fun to look at, which the name was mentioned earlier, was Michael Wilson. Uh, seven for seven, 76 oh. yards and two tutties. I'm telling you, th- love, this kid's good. Love Michael Wilson. TJ Hushman Zada said it early on. He does a lot of uh, camps and uh, – you're talking about training camps and well, scouting and that sort of thing. Yeah, they, they they do these camps in the summer before the draft and things like that. And he said out of all the wide receivers coming out this year that Michael Wilson was his favorite. And sure enough, he's popped. I had him last week. Michael Wilson, yeah, it's over. Tw- I think it was only 25 yards receiving. So that was a that was a nice one. I I, I like that he's just out of if you know if you're if you're a Stanford fan or a Pac-12 fan you know who Michael Wilson was big body big smart man smart dude good great hands agile as heck gets it done they got some promise in Arizona I'm telling you Rondell Moore I mean he's a kind of a you can kind of play him anywhere type of player they got some promise there he's talented he's talented yeah they both are let's talk about some things that weren't as good to watch. This one hurts, but I've been I've been pounding the table for weeks. What? Well, Derek Carr, buddy. Oh, we said it last week, and you're right. I'm I'm done. That's it. Derek Carr, you stink. Bring in Jameis. You stink. Bring him in. Jameis has to play. 
It's it's it. I've had it. I want how the crab legs. How how folks? I had Alvin Kamara over two receptions. One of my favorite plays of the week. He had thirteen receptions for thirty three yards. Thirty three, as in thirty three, not three hundred and three. No, thirty three yards, which is one hundred and thirty three. No, 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 thirty three. Yeah, that broke the record. Yeah, for you know. For that yards, many receptions. Yards per catch. Yeah, that's is bad. Very, very bad. Derek Carr cares about his stats. Derek Carr cares about his completion percentage. He cares about – he doesn't want to be the guy that – it wasn't on me. And listen, like, nobody in that in that Raiders locker room – Not in, I want to say nobody, but he wasn't liked. And I think this is why. Because he, he's, he's a smart guy. At the line of scrimmage, you know – Pre-snap, you know, in the meetings, he's as good as anybody. But when it comes to executing on the field, it's it's hit or miss, and I've had enough of it. And this offense is too talented to just dinking and dunking it all day long when you have Alave and you have Michael Thomas and you have Johnson and you have now Alvin Kamara back and you have the new Rashid. Uh, how do you say his name? Uh, Rashid Shahid. Rashid. Uh, that, I, I'm not even going to say that fast. I'm not even going to try to say that. <laughs> but Shahid. Number 22, this kid, electric, sixth-round pick, seventh-round pick. They have – and the defense is arguably top five in the league. When I think it is well. for sure. One, 100%. Yep. Certainly one of the best corners in the league. One of the best – you know, just when you just rush four, one of the best in the league. This is too good of a roster to be wasted. It, some of it could be Derek Carr got paid so much. I don't know how Derek Carr had, like, his pick of the litter this offseason. It was like Peyton Man. He's not Peyton Manning. Like, like he had his choice to go wherever he wanted. Give me a break. He was literally your baseline Give for what an average quarterback. Break. Was. But they paid him so much money. So in these situations, owners step in. This is where owners step in, or whoever's, and they say, "Nope, you're playing Derek Carr. I'm paying him too much money. I'm not. You know, I don't. Give the, be- the best teams Jameis don't care about that stuff. Football, please, yeah. or Taysom Hill." I, mean, I don't know. And don't tell me it was the AC joint because he threw a, a ball 72 yards in the air to Chris Olave. I think it had something to do fine. with it. It's not like he threw 30 balls that uh, far. He just threw the one that was over 20. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it had something to do with it. That being said, I think the Saints, and I'll say this again, they have their best shot winning this division with Jameis behind the center. I agree. That's did, what they need did, to do. That's not, how I feel. Did not agree last week. Well, I was on the fence. But I officially agree. And I apologize to all the Raiders fans on Twitter the last eight years that I have just, oh, my goodness, bashing Derek Carr. I stuck up for Derek Carr for so long. I apologize to all of you. I was dead wrong. I don't know what happened to him. But he had promised. There was some big – it looked like a little Aaron Rodgers. It no. did. No. It looked like a mini Aaron Rodgers at first. In his back in 2017, 2018, the way the ball came out of his hand, the way the confidence he was playing with, just it looked that's that's what Devontae Adams called him. Little A little A R. Yeah. A, little A Rod he'd call him. Agree to disagree on that one. But let's talk about the situation in Cincinnati. Because this is a, this is a red alert. This is a real thing. Yep. This is a team that had, you know, Super Bowl aspirations. Now they're staring in the face at missing the playoffs. That's the most likely outcome at this point. If you're the, the the coach, the GM, the guy that's running this team, 
What are you doing with Joe Burrow at this point? Do you look at the long-term picture and say, hey, we need this. We, this, this is our guy. This is our franchise guy. This is the face of the franchise. He needs to be sat down. He needs to get healthy. Otherwise, talk about some major long-term implications, injury-wise, all of that. Had what are your what's your take on that? Well, they paid him a lot of money not long ago. You know, they just gave him what three hundred mil. So that's some of it. I think there. I think that's some of it for him trying to you know gut it out. Trying to stick it out, trying to be tough. Oh, he wants to win. There's no question. Yeah, I mean Jake Browning is is an option. He looked good. He looked good in in, in the preseason. So yeah, they, if they they can get a win this week, I I think maybe they have a fifteen percent chance, ten percent chance of making a run late. But it's not good. I mean, I think if they not can good. if they can split the next two games, if they can get a win either with Arizona or Seattle. Yeah. Go into the bye, get everybody healthy. I mean, this is this is what I feel because you know, I'm a Louisiana guy. I'm an LSU fan, so I you know I watch, I'm watching Burrow. You know, I, Jamar Chet, my guys out there. He's one of the best. He's he's one of the best in the world. I think I think bad. they should sit him for two week for three weeks. You know, two weeks in the bye, get everybody healthy, and then come out swinging. I think I I get behind that, but either way. I, I feel like like a, this might be one of my picks this week because of the urgency. Well, let's get right into that, actually, because that's our next segment. Your your top picks for this week, Cincinnati, Arizona. You like the Cincy side at minus three, but really you like the money line, as you mentioned earlier. I, I, if I do attack this game, it will be... It will it will be for a couple units on the money line because you're going to be laying minus one sixty minus one eighty. I said if it was if it was below minus two hundred, I would probably bet the money line on this. Um, but I'm, it's not in stone. But that's that's where I'm looking because this it's, is a must win. It's just urgency, one hundred percent. It's urgency, and if they you know get it together, man for man, they can you know it shouldn't be an issue beating Arizona. It shouldn't be an issue. If Joe Burrow, maybe he's getting healthier as the week goes on. I wish I knew, but I don't. Unfortunately, we don't know everything. So that's not that's not a, that's just something on the the edge of my mind right now. Well, let's talk about one that you really like, which is San Francisco against Dallas. San Fran minus three. Absolutely, uh, that's it's up to three and a half, even up to four in some places. But I still like it at minus four, and it's this is San Francisco team who I've already touched on this is the best team in the National Football League top to bottom coach player quarterback a plus you know even we you know skill people CMC IU Kittle every all the above Debo and Dallas is no spring you know Dallas Dallas is no slouch you know as far as you know yards per you know yards and yards per play and all that stuff us handicappers look at everything is pretty similar but there's one thing that sticks out a big time to me and that's the rushing yards giving up per game and that's 447 Dallas has given up at 4.6 yards a clip and San Fran's only given up 264 at just under 3 yards per clip so that's that's the that's the stat that sticks out the most and why I like that's is why I like San Francisco and it's the like I said quarterback I mean I'm it's crazy that you know you, 2 years ago or a year ago I mean you would say Brock Purdy or Dak Prescott, and you're going to say Brock Purdy all every day of the week, right? 
I mean, I do at least. At least, I just be. I just like his it's decision making and just little thing, the little details. I think I think Shanahan just puts him in a situation yeah, to succeed. Yeah, and scheme wise, I think, and matchup wise, there's a lot of things that are complementary. But I think they have so many ways to beat you. Yeah, it's, so many ways. And Dallas, Dallas. You take had, one guy out, they got three more others. You know, they can beat you with Debo. They can beat you with Ayuk. They can beat you with Kittle. They can beat you with CMC. Yep. Take your pick, man. You want to take one out? That's all right. I got three more. I know. That's the, unreal. That's what I like. Unreal. And even though Dallas, you know, with Pollard and Lamb, and now you know with Michael Gallup coming back, Brandon Cooks is still Cook, a thing too. Yeah, I know he hasn't really been implemented yet, but it's. Yeah. This he still a, has the talent. I just like the matchup simply because of the coaching. I mean, if if you, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take San Francisco in this game a hundred out of a hundred times, and and simply because it's a chess match. These games are won in the meetings, in the preparation before the games. These games are won, you know, and that, you know players have to execute too. Don't get me wrong, but you're gonna say Shanahan or McCarthy in a chess match? Who are you taking in a football game? It's pretty easy. It's not nine. It's not two thousand eight anymore. And Kyle Shan. I mean, Mike McCarthy. Don't get me wrong. He's not. He's doing better than I thought. I'm not sure how much of it's because of Mike McCarthy, but he's doing better than I thought. So we'll see. I. But I'm not. I'm never in this situation. And Dallas is. You know, Dak has been. I think fifty six percent in the air. Yeah. The last two, somewhere in there. Last two yep. games versus San Francisco. So. Uh, and Dallas just came off a huge win. I mean, I, I, I mean, you go, you go and and set a record versus Bill Belichick. That's the most points Bill Belichick's ever. It's a statement. Never been. That's yeah. the most points he's ever been down at half. That's the most points he's ever lost by. It's, it's, that's 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 a that's a high for Dallas. So you know, situationally, that's also a good spot for San Francisco. So I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. I just hope they just stay. Ba- if they're just if they're balanced and play their game, they should win this by a touchdown at least. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, let's talk about your final one that you like. Uh, that's Kansas City against Minnesota. Yep, that's this is simple. This is this is simple. I like. I mean, Kansas City. They won last week, but it wasn't easy. Mahomes didn't look. He looked. It, what bothers me is like if Josh Allen had a game like that. Or if you know Burrow had a, like other guys had games like that, they're getting crushed, right? But it, it uh, for some reason Mahomes doesn't get that. It, it, but that's just how w- the world works, right? Why they find a they find a way to win? Yeah, they did. But and w- what I like the most is Bolton, their their stud linebacker, their best defensive player, Bolton will be back this week. And minute, don't get me wrong, Minnesota can score with anybody. They're up there in every in every category in offense. But Kansas City is also up there in those categories. When Kansas City has a good defense, Minnesota doesn't. And what Minnesota does the most is blitz. Brian Flores loves to bring the house, loves the blitz. And nobody is better in the football than Patrick Mahomes against the blitz and Andy Reid against the blitz. Now, don't get me wrong. I know Brian Flores is going to – he's going to understand that. He's going to have – he's going to, you know, have some wrinkles in there, try to to fool him. But – Good luck. Okay. You got to give me it, a KC versus Minnesota. And That's uh, minus – they're getting minus five, yeah, right? Yeah. KC it's, minus it's five. A key number. We got three key numbers in football, three, six, seven. Okay. This is under six. As long as it's under six, I like it. it might even go first half too. We'll see. They will be listed. All my plays will be listed on Patreon again. It's only $10, guys. 
you, you look up, you go on Patreon, go to Grunt Squad, you get all my plays, and you support us for, for only ten dollars right now. So, take advantage of it. Take we we've yet to have a losing week. Take advantage of it. Let's get let's get it going. Come on, win with me. Well, that's that's Why gonna not? I, absolutely, on, absolutely, baby. absolutely. Ride the wave with I us. I love you all. We continue to to crush it week in and week out, and have a good time doing it. Uh, that's gonna wrap it up for this week. Again, as Nate mentioned. Uh, patreon.com search for us grunt squad that's how you can support nate and myself so that we can continue to do what we do have fun doing it and picks will be there for all of the games uh the schedules listed on yeah. on patreon if you want to look at that but until next week y'all thank you so so much we appreciate i want to touch on one thing yeah the patreon thing like props don't come out till friday saturday so most of my props will be my props will be out by Saturday morning. I will try to have game bets out by Thursday night. That's that's what I'm going to try to do going forward. Perfect. Uh, there might be a couple of game bets that come out a little bit later, but that's what I'm going to try to do going forward. But other than that, Sam, man, we got three in the books. That was fun. And let's get it done and have another winning week this week. Let's do it. All right. Take care, guys. Thanks, guys.